Welcome, my chingus, to episode 103 of This Week in K-Pop. In this episode, we will talk about Heejin and Hyunjin, Ibada, Samuel So, Wetter, and YG Entertainment's Implosion. My name is Steven, and with me, as always, is my lovely co-host, Josh. Hello. Now, This Week in K-Pop is a K-Pop discussion podcast that covers the last two weeks' worth of K-Pop music video releases. Every episode, Josh and I will pick what we think is the best song of the episode. And you can find more of our episodes on iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud. You can find the video version sometimes on YouTube. Or you can go to our new website, thisweekinkpop.com, to see it all kind of funneled together. Not necessarily a new website, but we've we've uh, well, Stephen has uh, kicked it up again. No, it, it's it's new. It's we new. Didn't have one for two years. It would yeah. uh, give you an error if you went to thisweekinkpop.com. Yeah, uh, Josh has never been there. As I've never been there. He's never, never been there. He doesn't even know we didn't have a a, a website for like two years. But I did not. Now there is one again. Ta-da. So visit it. It looks very similar to essentialkpop.com because yeah. I stole the theme, but I think it's a pretty okay. Place. Very streamlined. Clean. You've never been there, Josh. I've 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 looked at it twice. Have you thought about it twice? Yeah, I've looked at it twice. Well, speaking of twice, as excited as we were that episode with Twice and IOI, and as Ugh. not really excited as we were last episode, we have gone to the deep end, guys. Yeah, we're full circle now. We say this a lot. Do we? We say there were some bad songs a lot. I think we do. We say like the weeks that are slow, you know, blah, 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 blah. This is legit. Legit. Probably the worst two weeks we've ever seen. Ever? I I think that might be fair to say. Uh, Well, it's hard to compare because usually uh, we do our podcast based off of like two weeks worth of music videos. And we used to do one week. Of videos, yes, and back then we did have some stinkers, but this one, ooh, it takes the cake. Yeah, I think this is worse than when we used to do. Ooh, it week. takes the cake because not only were there no big names, there were no great indies. Like we yeah. actually are only talking about four songs as opposed to our normal eight to t- like twelve because yes. we couldn't pick more than four songs, and even those four songs, it was hard to pick. And the funny thing is, I think at least half of those songs, they have like less than a thousand views on YouTube. But not even in the good way. Like sometimes we say like, oh, we found this really great song. It's got like a thousand views. We did a last episode. This episode, it's like we found a song. It's uh, It's not not bad. bad. It's not bad. Yeah. So instead of songs, we're going to talk about because there was some very, very big news recently uh, about a, a conglomerate of news, Huge. mostly from YG Entertainment. Huge. And I think there's a, yes, there's a lot to, we can talk about. So we're going to probably spend the first 45 minutes to an hour kind of railing on YG or well, enlightening no. you guys. We, we don't have to rail on YG. YG oh, has railed rail on itself. That's right. It's true. He buffed them so hard. They, it's oh. all coming to fruition oh. this year. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, a bunch of things that happen in YG. If you have not uh, been keeping up with the YG news, what do you, what do you want to start with? You want to start with the biggest one first, Steven? We're going to start with the biggest one. Okay. And that is that 21 yes. is officially done. Officially disbanded. Yes. yes. 
Uh, Minzy, of course, left a while ago, and a lot of people were like, eh, what are they going to do? What's what are they going to Well, nothing's going to happen. Uh, yes. I don't think it came as that big of a surprise yeah. to people, but it is a very sad, sad, sad kind of experience. Yeah. I mean, they were the biggest girl group, I think, at one time. I mean, that's, that's hard. That's hard to generation. say. That's hard to say. Yeah, I, I think they were definitely like one of the untouchables in K-pop. Uh, I use the word untouchable as like they can pretty much put out anything, and it will be a hit, good or bad. Yeah. And it, they're it, definitely it, god tier. Yeah. They're definitely god tier, right? They're they're really, really, really kind of a legend K-pop group. And usually, legend K-pop groups don't kind of disband like this. They usually kind of just fade into the background. Like maybe members get married. Or they kind of, you know, put out a song every, you know, who knows how long, but they have officially broken up. Well, I, I agree with your sentiment, but I don't necessarily. I think Probably not. For boy, I think yeah. you're talking more about boy groups. I think boy groups don't really disband like this, but I think girl groups do. I mean, because like, you know, Girls Generation, they have members leaving and like, you know. Right, but I'm talking about before like SES and... Yeah, well, what actually, big ass girl groups were there, but the, but those then. are those are more. I feel like out of controversy, like members fight each other, or you know, like well, you mean, know, Wonder you Girls. Know. Wonder Minzy Girls was probably right. like fuck these bitches. Like yeah. what the hell? Like yeah, one. I, I mean, one because I'm trying to think of like the god tier girl groups, right? Yeah, you that's know? the thing. I mean, these were one of the first. I mean, yeah, SES was huge back then, and yeah. the HOT was huge, and all that stuff. But if we're talking about the golden age, like Wonder Girls. I get at it for many years they were officially right. or unofficially broken up yeah unofficially broken up. but i guess yeah maybe i think this is the first god tier girl group that's kind of broken up like this not not because like they've had some scandal or not because you know well know, things like it that. was kind of because of a scandal. yeah i mean we don't know the full story but 21 is officially broken up cl's obviously doing her solo stuff in america her tour right now we'll talk about that a little bit later minzy as you said left Park Boom has been under the radar for forever, essentially, because of her kind of drug scandal business, right? And Sandara Park has been Sandara. I mean, she's kind of she should be her totally thing. fine. Yeah. She, she's just been doing her thing. I don't know. What has she been doing? I mean, she's been really like active, obviously, in the Philippines and Southeast Asia and things like that. But is she? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I know I, she I know was very famous beforehand, and of course, very popular now. I just yeah. mean, when she's been gone for the last two years, like maybe has she been in like. Variety shows in in I have not in the I've film. Seen, Has she been know. in dramas? I don't know. I have never. I have not seen her in many years. Yeah. So I I just don't know. So I feel even though this comes as a shock to most kind of blackjacks and twenty one fans in general, I think people kind of can understand why they broke up. I mean, yeah. they haven't really. I mean, the last performance together was that it dare was I say shit performance at at was it at Mama. Mama like two thousand fourteen Mama two thousand fifteen Mama something like that. And that was 15 months. And that was terrible. And that was god awful, right? Me and yes. Steven rag on that all the time. We do. And if that was kind of like the best they had to offer before they left, then it, it really makes sense that they broke up. Yeah. I I used to like used to really like 21, you know, but 21 was never my, you know, one of girls filled that that era up for me. And it it's still just really sad. I'm really trying to rack my head. Like, I'm truly trying to rack, like, how many golden age groups are... are Like, yes, there have been a lot of groups that have disbanded recently. Right. Uh, one we didn't talk about was Rainbow. I don't think we ever talked about Rainbow mm. disbanding. I think we might have mentioned it, but we didn't really dive into it. Yeah, we didn't make a retrospective. No, no. But that's kind of because you don't really like Rainbow that much. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think. How many other gold? Four, four who would minutes? you consider gold? Four minutes is pretty big. I, w- I wouldn't call them god tier, right? But they're at least they're a tier. Very close. A tier. I think. Right. Yeah, I guess. At their peak, they were A tier. Uh, I guess there's not many god tiers. I mean, Big Bang is no. god tier, but well, we'll talk about it in a second. Yeah, we'll talk about them in a second. Um, I guess who else is god tier? Wonder Girls? Yeah, first for, generation? Yeah, for all you people who like kind of don't really understand what we're talking about, um, there's kind of, I guess, three main eras of K-pop. We're kind of in the third like big wave the first one being like hot Sekis, uh you know vox ses the kind of first group of idols sm time right? third time around and then the second kind of group of idols are the ones that we're talking about now that we call the quote-unquote golden age like 21 girls generation wonder girls big bang groups like that mm-hmm. um so it's it's kind of sad to see the golden age of k-pop it, well another reminder that the golden age of k-pop is for sure over right yeah so sad anyways Kind of tied into that. I guess we'll just skip a little bit to Big Bang. Uh, they are finally. Well, I, I don't want to say it's it's out until it's out. You know, you know, I'm talking about YG. But uh, they are uh, going to release their main album uh, a year and a half too late. After the fact. Uh, I still don't know how many new songs there are. If they're all new songs, if there are yeah. only two new songs, there's only one. I have no idea. But they were filming a music video. Uh, they actually filmed one in Chongju, I read. Yeah. And All I was right. like, but it was in secret, so how would we know? Yeah, we wouldn't know. Which is they would. the city we live in, by the way. Yeah. And you want to stalk us, guys. It's, yeah. not, it's not a big city. It's not, but nobody cares. Nobody cares about <laughs> nobody us. Cares about yeah. Uh, but TLP is officially leaving uh, for military duty in February. Yeah, so, you know, in give or take two or three months. Yeah, no, we don't know if anybody else is going anytime soon. All we know is TLP. Uh, we talked, I think last episode or two episodes ago about like whether the best strategy was to to sta- stagger them or to have them all go at once, once. All right. but i think the moral of the story in this yg kind of clusterfuck section is that there is no strategy <laughs> this yeah, company YG's has no now. strategy like they're it, uh, i mean it's arguable about the two main breadwinners right but uh pun intended like big bang and 21 i guess were their most you know, popular groups. Yeah. And both of those groups are kind of, uh Oh yeah. I mean, they're going to make a good chunk of change off the uh-oh, hot album, dog, but, uh, Oh yeah. Uh Oh, SpaghettiOs. They're in the trouble. Money's gone. Yeah. The money's gone. <laughs> the money's right? gone. Yeah. And so of course they're like, okay, we're going to lean heavily on our new people. Right. We got icon, we got winner, we got black pink. And of course on the same day that they announced 21's officially breaking up, they also released the fact that Taehyun, Taehyun, Probably Taehyun. Taehyun. Yeah. He's he gonna is officially yeah, leaving he's Winner. He's going to leave Winner, which kind of really comes as a shock to me. Uh, winner, not super, super popular, but I think popular in their own right. Uh, for someone to kind of leave before things, you know, get really good. Right. Because I think they're on the rise rather than on the fall to their kind of peak or the prime. It's, it's weird to see someone leave like this. I mean, it's happened before, obviously, with other groups, but... It's it's strange that this would happen kind of at the same time, you know. Yeah, he has been actually he's been AFK for a while mm-hmm. uh, due to I think like mental mental issues is what they call it, and so he's been having a lot of problems. And he was I think releasing some songs on SoundCloud, and a lot of them were kind of like heartbreak, like bye bye guys, I'm leaving. So everyone was like, oh, I think he's gonna leave winner. I think he's gonna leave winner. And so uh, you know, for 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 you and for most people who don't really care about winner, I think it was a big shock. But I think for winner 
fans or whatever fans you who, call them. Yeah, who've been speculating, like, oh, he yeah. might leave, right? So it's not a huge, huge, huge shock in a way. Um, they did say that they were not going to pick up a new member so that Winner mm-hmm. was going to continue on as four? Yeah, four, I think. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and without Taehyun, Hyun, it is it is 100% now going to be Mino in his boy in his boy. Yeah. Because I think Taehyun was the other yeah. major face. Uh, I think he also helped Pro- with the music yeah, a lot. Yeah, he produced a, well not I don't want to say 100% produced but he did did help with a lot of their songs. Yeah, and yeah. he was kind of the the actually he was kind of the cent- central figure in a lot of the yeah, MVs. Yeah, in that uh in that what was that song baby that baby baby uh was it? is it, it was, called baby baby? I don't know which one you're talking about. So yeah, they did have a song called Baby Baby. Yeah, I think he was he was the main guy in that, right? Oh, the actor. Yeah, well, not the act, not the actor, but wh- which one am I thinking about? Where it's like all of them and they're like making out with girls. Okay, that's every winter music video. But I have no I think idea. He, yeah, he's you know, long story short, he is a important piece of winter, yes. right? So it's really going to be interesting where winter goes from here too. Yeah, because. YG has already shown that he heavily favors Icon instead of Winner. Yeah. So if they're going to le- lose uh, this cog, like, part of me is like, damn, they should have just put Mino and Icon in and yeah. forgot about Winner in the first place. Not, not that they're bad, I mean, or anything. Yeah. But this kind of leaves Winner in a very precarious situation, you know? Yeah. Especially with Mino already overshadowing the rest of the members so, so heavily to lose your second piece and your kinda, second lieutenant right yeah is uh it's kind of bad and, and all of this is the kind of which by the way maybe you know this i only know this because i think i watched the newsroom or something where like a, new, a lot of places dump news on fridays friday nights right before like the news cycle closes so that you don't write newspaper or you don't write news about it until uh, a monday i uh, know it was the west wing it was the west wing Oh. Because in the West Wing, they would always tell like all these like news stories at the very end of the day on Fridays because they can only write about one of them. So if you dump all your shitty news on Friday nights, oh. um, it, it, they won't dominate the headlines as 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 on any other day. I, I did not know about that. And so YG announced like the twenty one thing and the the Taehyun thing like Friday afternoon, like, like the last last possible minute. Possible minute. Oh, wow. And also, I think for the stock market because then the stock market will close. And so it gives them some time to um, to kind of do damage control, to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually don't know, but if I was gonna bet money, I would bet that their stock fucking went down after this. Yeah, because I mean, okay, let's let's run it down. So YG, before this whole kind of news broke, their their biggest groups, obviously Twenty One, Big Bang, right? Followed by you know Icon, Winner, probably Blackpink is in there as well. I'm gonna put right. I put Blackpink over. Winner, yeah, yeah. But I'm just I'm just kind of listing them off, yeah. not not ranking I'm them in any way, and so. Yeah, 21. Yeah, Big Bang. That's pretty much done. Winner's also taking a hit. So you got Icon and you've got Blackpink to kind of carry YG through now. Which is oddly one group each, which is how YG has always done it, you know? Right. Uh, But I think that these kind of news, this news hasn't really been, it's not all of a sudden. Because before all this had gone on, uh, there was some news breaking that YG artists were not going to be at MAMA. And people are really kind of confused, right? So he must have known this news for a while that right. these groups are going to take this hit because none of them will be appearing at Mama, right? And, and if you don't know, Mama is uh, very, very heavily YG biased. Yeah. 
it, it, there's like a common joke on Reddit that a yeah, bunch that, of memes that Big Bang always performs Fantastic Baby at Mama, even if they haven't released any music for an entire year. They still show up at Mama and they still somehow sing Fantastic Baby. I mean, uh, it's true though. Yeah, and it's it's actually a really big thing that uh, YG artists are not performing because last year it was especially blatant where it was the the one yeah. with the C like 21 CL came out with 21 and they got like 20 minutes to perform and 21 hadn't released a new song that entire yeah. year. CL had her like one or two solo songs. Right. But it was just this grand spectacle for this thing that. Yeah. Shouldn't probably shouldn't really have happened. Basically long story short. If you're new to K-pop, which you probably aren't. YG has he- like heavy pull with mama and people complain about YG screen time all the time. And it's really going to be interesting what mom was going to be like this time with all these YG artists kind of, you know, taking a hit. Yeah. But I think to uh, bef- uh, before we move on, I-, I do want to talk about how this is all like a cu- culmination of just years and years and years of mm. of just weird, bizarre decisions, I think. Yes. Because 21 breaking up. Yes, we kind of all expected it now, but like, why? Why? Like, we, the only reason we expected it is because they didn't do anything for two years, right? Yeah. They didn't do anything because of why? Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah Park Bomb had her thing, sure, but are people? I mean, I, we live in Korea. I don't, are people still mad about that? Like, it's been a fucking long ass time. Are people still mad? I, yeah, I don't fucking know. Like, what's going on? And uh, there have been a lot of people saying that Tae Hyun has had problems with mental illness for forever. Like it's not a yeah. new thing. It wasn't just because, you know, he's now a star and he can't handle the pressure. It's like, he's always had problems right. according to random people on the internet. So like, yeah. Why? Like why put him why? in this group? Like why? Okay. Right. You, you, so let's take the human humanistic, like compassion point out of it. And let's look at this strictly business. Why? Sure. Right. Why would you make these decisions about your 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 kind of like breadwinner in 21, right? Very bizarre kind of decisions there. Why, you know, why are you doing this? There's, there's got to be some reason, right? Right. And, and, instead, and instead of solidifying the future of some of these girls, like, for example, instead of solidifying CL as a solo artist in, in Korea, Korea, they decided to do it in America. So risky. So yeah. risky. And like none of those songs translate to the Korean market in the slightest, right? Yeah, like none of them. So like effectively, you know, all those all those CL eggs are in this American basket now. Yeah, and then you have the fact that none of those girls have ever, and I want to talk about this more uh, when we talk about Blackpink, but none of them are variety trained. None of them are yeah. particularly personalities. Like maybe Sandara is, I think. Uh, she's the best one, partially because she was a personality before she was even in 21. Yes. But like YG has always done such a bad job at allowing them other opportunities to further their life after this music thing yeah. is over. And so it, it's kind of like a double edged sword, right? Like people always comment how YG artists don't really come out on variety shows. They don't do all these other stuff and they kind of focus more on the music. And that's fine. But when you have the music aspect gone, what do you have left? Right. Like, unlike, I think, Big Bang specifically, like, 
they can have very easy, I think, transition to solo career. Yeah, because most of them have, I mean, all already of done them it. Have, all of them have done solo stuff before. Yes. And to some of them a lot, right? Yeah. They, they can pair up in duos. They can pair up in trios. They can pair up, you know, whatever. But 21, like, yeah, they've had a rando, a solo single every once in a while. Like, Part Palms had one or two. CL had one or two on a, a B-side, you know, of a thing. But, like, as a solo, solo, fully produced kind of album, like, I don't think any of them, aside from CL's current predicament. Yeah. And even, like, music aside, if you look at just straight-up K-pop likability, like, yeah, the individual members have likability, of course, because, obviously, they're a God-tier group. But in speaking in terms of a God-tier group, individually they don't have a lot of k-pop like ability that transfers over to other things and what i mean by that is when you look at bobby you look at like mino you know people like that they outshine their groups in terms of likability right like people like sometimes the the individual member more than the group itself Mm -hmm. but 21 i felt as a group people like them more as a group than each individual member and that right now in this stage when 21 is broken up that is a problem yeah, I think the easiest comparison is Girls' Generation. Like, yeah, their musical style is totally different and blah, 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 is totally different. But when you look at kind of the individual paths that SM has let these girls go on, not all of them, of course. Not there's all some, them, right. some, There's some duds in there, right? Yeah. But, like, they let them act. They let them uh, host things like radio. They're, they they let them be Model. personalities. Yeah, Models, yeah. right? Or, or solars, right? And YG has always been, including Big Bang, have always been really bad at, you know, I guess Big Bang, like they let Big Top Bang be is actor, a little, yeah, I Big guess. Bang is a little bit better, but 21 is really just kind of in trouble. Yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Like, uh, and it's just so crazy to me that as a company, you're not thinking of the next, because everyone's next singing step. career only lasts, you know, like you're only got to for a, a, a set number of. Of, of years right? right it never will last forever so like you got to think about what you're going to do in the future which is why a lot of k-pop artists transition to acting because acting is something you can do even when you're 30 life. 40 years old right yeah or, or just even like going out on music programs or, or variety right like yeah. a lot of I, I hate to make the comparison because it seems like i'm biased but a lot of members from girls generation they can come out on a variety show now and have no problem yeah right like you, you stick Sunny on a show, and she's gonna be very likable by a lot of people, right? She's be- she's better at that than she is at actual singing and dancing, right? I I kind of agree. And are you are you gonna put like you know Park Bom, like Sandara Park? Like YG is kind of notorious for having their artists not great on variety shows. Yeah, I mean they did give Park Bom a chance with Roommate that one year, but then that of course her scandal of, happened. Yeah. And that show was already not doing really well in the yeah. first place. They they really never let Minzy do fucking anything. Yeah. So YG has this kind of group mentality, right? That their group itself is going to... They want their group itself to shine, right? And they don't give a lot of opportunities to the individual artists, you know, right. besides obviously like Bobby and Mino. Those were kind of, I think, by accident. Yeah. I think it was actually by accident. And even the new wave of kind of their their breadwinners now, like Blackpink, like Icon, they don't have that opportunity as well. Yeah, it's They're like same well. shit, different day, you know, like... Same shit, just different generation. Yeah, right? it's like 
fundamentally, I think you, you, you made a good point, which is like, they are not thinking about these artists as individuals, which is terrible. Like they're thinking of them as a group, but they're not really thinking like, how can I make, how can I, this is all speculation, right? Because right. I don't know, maybe Papa YG, every day he went to Minzy, was like, Minzy, you can please, go out and do things. Please do variety. Yeah. Like, go I'll let you variety, do it. Right? I'll let you do it. And maybe she, maybe 21 was the one that, that denied it. Maybe she's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm just really, you know, awkward in front of cameras if I'm not dancing. You know, that's fine. Yeah. That, ha- that happens. There's a lot of members of a lot of different K-pop groups that are like that. Yeah. I, I don't believe that that's what really happened, but I understand that that is a possibility that the reason 21 never did a lot of this stuff is because they didn't want to. Maybe. But I think as we can see with other groups, like, like one times, uh, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Happens two times. Oh, I don't know. It, it yeah. could be coincidence. You know, three times it's a trend, and right now it's like the fifth time, right? Yeah. And all their groups, you know, it, it would be different if there was someone from YG that were like, oh yeah, look, they're the outlier. But name me one person from YG that is like a variety kind of starlet. Yeah, even Big Bang right. are not great at that kind of stuff. They're not. Um, I mean, maybe Daesung, but he's that was like way, way back in the day, right? Right. And and I think people don't understand how many variety shows other groups go on. And I think a mm-hmm. really good example of that is is IOI, particularly in comparison to Blackpink. Because IOI or any group, I should say any group. Any group. group but yeah. I'm just gonna say IOI because we have something to talk about later. Right. Is that they're on literally every variety show. Even the shittiest ones that no people aren't even Anyone watching, they can. they're on it. They're doing performances. They're doing this. Some of the members are are doing this. They're doing the radio shows. They're doing that. Like right. you can find probably a million IOI fan cams, right? But for Blackpink, they legit, aside from their one time on Weekly Idol, which we will talk about in a second, I'm pretty. I don't think they've done a single thing. So on Weekly Idol, right? E- even the hosts were like, yo, this is the first time you've even done an interview. After you debuted. Yes. Like they they have they've literally only performed and that's it. They they haven't yeah. even had a, a, an interview on any variety, sh- not even a variety show, just on a show. Yeah, and I'm not sure how like what you guys pay attention to that kind of stuff, but YG, that's like very very common you know right like for a yg artist to come out on anything it's a huge deal yeah huge huge deal because they never do they never do and at first i know people are like well it's because they don't have to and that's not fucking true jyp's group twice has been on so you know what fuck iowa i think twice is a better example because twice does not need to go on variety shows no they are are huge huge. they are much much bigger than blackpink right now Right, Easily. they are much bigger, sadly, than I think Twenty One has been in the last two last year. Right, right. and they don't need to do these these shows, but, but they're they still do. on all of them. But they do because that is how a you build personalities that can be more far reaching. They've been on, they've been acting. Right, they they've been on a lot of um, commercials. Right, like they're on a lot of things. SM artists, another big company. Like Shiny was just on a bunch of variety shows, right? Like Shiny, like Shiny, it's been like, you know, like six years since they've debuted and they're still coming out like on varieties, 
shows yeah. to promote their stuff. Red Velvet has Come been on, on variety shows. You know, Come like fucking on. I know people are gonna be like, well, YG just doesn't have to. And it's like, no, they all the other big wake companies up, do it. YG, wake up. You're not you're not cooler than everyone else not doing this stuff. Yeah. The, like it, it really boils down to like these two points, which I've made before and I will make again. And if I ever write like a K-pop dissertation like we've read before about just K-pop in general, I will like quote these two points. One is very, very important. It's saliency. And saliency in kind of a, a, a word is just awareness. There's so many groups and there's even more groups now than there were back then. So you need to be in public spotlight. You yeah. People need to be aware of you. And what better way to do that than to do more than one thing, right? And two, I've said it before, likability. If people don't know like the quote unquote personalities of your members or whatever kind of, you know, quirks that they have or things they like, then they can't really fall in love with the members and fall in love with the group, which kind of makes that God tierness. Because right. God tierness in a in a in a short kind of description is you can put out anything you want and it's gonna kill. Right. And you only reach that when people are just blindly in love with you. Right. Right. And I think YG, I mean, of course, everyone's like, oh, yeah, they've been riding on the laurels of 21 and Big Bang for a long time, which they have. But we were always hoping, like, new group, new thing. You know, it, it's a new fucking era, guys. Like, and we talked about how, like, yeah, musically, YG still kills it. hundred percent. Blackpink songs have been doing very well. People like Blackpink, right? But as we say, when we ask our students, who's your favorite girl group? Who's who's the girl group that you want to that you want to dance to, that you want to be, that you want to meet, you that you want to? It's it is never ever ever no Blackpink. It's always Red Velvet or Twice, at least for my students. Right, and you know Red Velvet's been around for a long time. Uh, Twice has been around for much longer than Blackpink. So maybe in a year, maybe that will change, but. I just can't. It's just that would totally shock me if a kid ever says Blackpink. Like, yeah. Despite the songs being pretty. That would be a real weird kid. Yeah. And and maybe they skew older, right? YG kind of skews older. Okay, that makes sense. We both teach middle school. Maybe the high school students are really into Blackpink, but I don't think so. And that's part of the saliency, right? It's not just like, who cares if kids don't care? It's like, that's important to the longevity of a career. Yeah, pop means popular. Right. Right. That's what it boils down to. Money means popular. Popular means people know about you. And yeah. people can't know about you if you just hide away in a closet the whole time. And I, I think, you know, if, if you don't know about Weekly Idol, it's kind of a, a weekly show where they take a, a, a K-pop group and they kind of interview and play little games and stuff like that. It's hilarious. I love it. It's kind of like a throwaway program, it but it's it's fun. And it, it's a good way to, like, introduce a group if like you've never heard of them and like yeah i've yeah. uh fallen i don't want to say in love but i've i've fallen more in like with a lot of groups from See, watching weekly idol and if that kind of has an effect on kind of old cronies like you and i who don't really have this intense k-pop kind of you know attraction to groups anymore yeah like i think we're very cynical when it comes to groups like if a if a group that we like puts out a song that we don't like we will very vocally say we don't like it um, case in point, Seventeen. They put out <laughs> right. They put out a lot of songs that we liked, and we're like, "Yo, Seventeen, we're gonna keep an eye on you." And they've put out a whole bunch of crappy songs. And Stephen and I will say so. Case but, in point, IOI, Dreamgirls, a song yeah, that never yeah. fucking happened. And so, f- f- 
for us to kind of get that feeling from just watching this show. Like it's a really simple show. Like it's nothing really production value very high. Like that goes to show how important it is. Yeah. Like imagine how how important it would be to like the average person who's really into K-pop. Yeah. Right. And also, for example, like we we've seen a lot of variety shows in general, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Knowing Brothers, which we love. We've talked about Weekly Idol, other random thing, Running Man, whatever. Like I've seen some not great yeah. uh, uh, idols. Like they're nerve, they're new, they just debut, they're not really great. Yeah. I have never seen one as bad as Blackpink was on on their recent episode. They were so awkward, and and like sometimes awkward is kind of cute. All it's right? endearing, right? Sometimes. But usually that's coupled with like one person who's really, really shy and one person who's really outgoing and it kind of balances out. Yeah. But none of those girls were particularly entrancing is what I want to say. Yeah. It, it was. And, and I'm watching it and I'm not, I'm not like I'm not having a horrible time because it's kind of funny to watch them be so bad. Yeah. Right. And the, and the, and the hosts are kind of like ragging on them a little bit too. Right. Right. But when you watch them, like. I was watching them and I think I messaged Josh. I was like, this just shows how little YG cares about this kind of thing because they didn't look like they were remotely trained. They didn't look like they were remotely ready for it. They didn't look like they were remotely interested in doing it. Yeah. They were kind of, they really did seem like normal girls being on a show. Yeah. And, and so I'll, I'll, I'll say this if people are not very kind of keen to like variety shows, all variety shows are scripted, right? And you know the schedule beforehand that you're going to come out on this show like maybe a day or at least two, maybe two days, a couple, maybe even a week beforehand, right? And so you have time to prepare. It really looked like Blackpink did not prepare at all for coming out on Weekly Idol. And this yeah. was like the first thing they did like since their debut, quote unquote, yeah. right? And you'll have like... You know, groups like girl, girlfriend, G friend, right? They they tell them like the segments that they're planning to do, right? And like, oh, we're gonna ask you for a personal talent, right? That's why when you see kind of variety shows and just like, oh, why do they always like seem to have a personal talent like prepared? Because they did prepare them. Like sometimes beforehand. they are terrible, but yeah. they prepared. Like I'm sure, like before the G friend kind of episode where they did like the double speed dance, that's like really popular. Like, and they kind of do it all the time now. I bet they told them ahead that, like, hey, we're probably going to have you do a double speed dance, so you might want to practice it, right? Blackpink did not seem to not prepare anything at all. Well, they, I thought their 2X dance was not bad. Yeah. I, mean, I, th- I think, if anything, they pre- they prepare dancing, and that's what they're good at, you know? I like, guess. Dancing. Yeah. Um, but but I agree in general with you it, it, that... They, they just didn't look like they prepared. And and that might sound like a small thing to some people because some people are like, who, who the fuck cares? And, and you're right in general, right? Like, yeah, if you like their music and you only care about their music, that that's it doesn't matter if they're good at variety shows or not, yeah. right? But if you want them to continue on as a group and continue on as an entity or continue on as stars in the K-pop sphere, like as dumb as it is, like you need, you need them to be good at other things other than just performing yeah. because that's the world we live in now. Um, and that's just K-pop in general. I'm, it, I don't think it's even like K-pop now. I think it's always been K-pop. And that's what kind of yeah. separates K-pop from other forms of like entertainment and music. Yeah. Like it's, you know, that's the most Korean aspect, I think. Cause, yeah, the likability. Uh, in American pop, likability is important. But it's this whole idea of like showing up on 
on variety shows and being a personality, I think is a little, it's not as important, at least nowadays. Yeah. Maybe back in the day, like Backstreet Boys, sync and stuff. And yeah, I know they all have to go to morning shows and promote and promote and promote. And promote right. But like, you know, for the most part, I don't think you need to be a personality yeah. in the way we're talking about in Korea. There are yeah. definitely personalities in American pop. Right. Oh yeah, you look but, at like Justin Timberlake, like he kills yeah. it. I'm like, you know, right. He's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But I think in the Korean kind of personality way, like it, it's way, way, way more important. Way more important than yeah. So speaking of Blackpink and yes. IY, yeah. there was also one other crazy nonsense that is not as big of a deal because these award shows don't really matter in the long run, mm-hmm. and we all know they're kind of rigged. But this was like blatant proof that this should be rigged. And so at the mm. MMAs, not the Mamas, yeah. the MMAs, which is the Melon Music, Music Awards. Awards, Rookie, it was kind of a really big shock because Rookie of the Year went to Blackpink and not IOI. And that was crazy for many reasons. Number one is yeah. that when they announced the, this award, they actually were very, they were like, okay, 70% of it is this. 30% of it is mm-hmm. votes. This and this. And IOI was better in every category yeah empirically like it's the, it's not even a, like numbers wise yeah number wise mathematically IOI was better on every single thing and then blackpink still won and you might be thinking oh maybe there's some finagling and 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 you're right but let me let me tell you this okay because guess who last year's um rookie of the year was josh who was it i don't know maybe it was a, a boy group that we know yeah, from a certain entertainment agency. Maybe. Uh, Icon. Oh, Icon, you say. How about the year before? Uh, it was a boy group from a certain agency. Was it Winner? It was Winner. Oh, how about the year before that? No, well, we're fine. Matter. We're fine. Yeah, we're fine. Uh, but pretty much the last three YG uh, groups, uh, they won the last three. Exactly. Crazy. Now, Icon, for the record, did share it with G Friends, so at least they got that. But yeah, but if Icon wanted over G Friend, they would have been a fucking riot. That's true. G, just because G Friend was the hit item like last year. Like I, G Friend, way way more popular than Icon. I think in the in the general. Oh yes, it is crazy to me that Icon is even tied here. But unless they were like, we always want one boy and one girl, but that's not true because Blackpink won this year. They didn't tie with any boy group. No. And Winner won in 2014, and they didn't they tie with any girl group. group. So, no. uh, that's some. YG motherfucking bias. That's some fundangling. And that is further proof. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, Blackpink, IOI, there's not too much difference. You know, Steven and Josh, you even said IOI songs were not even that good. But do you know the kind of mega meteor that was Produce 101 this year? Like, do you know? Like, I know. It was ridiculous. And for them to beat out IOI, even it's if even in, yeah, it it insane. doesn't make any sense. It's almost it's like Trump winning. I'm scared. It's no. insane. It's like it's like Donald Trump winning the presidency. That's not even true though, because <laughs> it actually does kind of make sense why he won. Yeah, uh, America's filled with hate. Uh, anyways, uh, so hate. like not even pretty. Like even after produce, like IOI mm. as an entity is ginormous in terms right? of likability. In terms of everything, musically, Music also, their yes. songs charted better than Blackpink. Yes. They're more known, I think, than Blackpink yes. songs. Uh, Each individual member is more popular than Blackpink members. Yes. yes. They're on way more things and all way, doing way more stuff. Yes. But they lost. 
table. And there was some other crazy nonsense because IOI didn't mm. even, they weren't even like allowed to sit down. They didn't have a seating place at the show. So they literally performed and left. Uh, I think they didn't even like go to the Weird. red carpet or some nonsense. Like there was some crazy, like, we don't like IOI shit going on. Which like we don't we sense. don't recognize IY. Like, okay, so maybe I'm gonna play Devil's Advocate. Maybe they were like, okay, we don't want to give a best new artist group to someone who's only gonna be active for one year. Like they're gonna break up by the end of this year. Why do we even why should we even consider them, right? Like maybe that's the reasoning. Maybe. True. And to continue Devil's Advocate, maybe they didn't want to promote uh, a group which is owned by a rival network. Maybe. Although Melon is not really a network. No, so no, I'm no. I'm not quite sure. But, but I think Melon and also kind of Low, Melon and Lowen are. They're oh, kind of Lowen in, owns Melon. Lowen owns Melon. But Lowen also doesn't have a TV channel, so I'm actually, I don't. Yeah. But it's strange. Anyways. It's strange. The last thing I want to talk about, again, to kind of talk about why Jizzle. Is uh, we actually got an email from somebody who went to CL's concert because we spent a long time wondering what the CL concert would be like mm-hmm. and if it would be good or not or worth the money or not or all sorts of stuff. And, and uh, Josh, you didn't read the email. No, I have not. I did. So uh, actually, I forgot to write down the name of this person. Um, while I'm I looking want, up the name, I Josh. Wanna, I want to guess it's one of our select chingus because they were uh, they were they were talking about going to the concerts and all that. It. Um, it was not. It was, it was not. Wow, that's but I, maybe some of our Slack chingos did go. I, I'm actually yeah. not sure. Um, I know people were talking about it. What, what were you saying, Stephen? Oh, I was gonna say, uh, how long do you think? How long do you think the concert was? Um, well, I mean, this is kind of cheating because the I think one of our Slack chingos kind of told us what happened uh, at the concert. But if I was guessing, man, I would think maybe an hour. It was two hours long. Oh golly, it was better than you thought. Two hours. So in those two hours, um, yes. it, it was sent. Uh, the emailer was her name is Maddie M. Don't want to say her old name just in no, case maybe get stuck. I don't know fucking know. Yeah, who knows? So Maddie said that. Uh, don't read it. I don't want you to read it. I want to. I want to read oh, it. Oh, sorry. You. Okay, okay read stop reading it, Josh. Okay, sorry. Get get out of here. Sorry. That's why I even tilt. I even tilted the laptop I away thought, from I you. I thought you tilted it to type easier. I'm sorry. Go All on. Right, you know, just to. This is none I won't of read business. It. I won't read it. I don't read your personal. I want to at least have some surprise in our podcast. It's not even personal. It's I all know, scripted, I know, guys. I know the password to the email. I never, check, I never check emails, so Stephen knows that. It's true. I still I still love that I get emails or even Twitter messages that are like, hey, Stephen and Josh. And I'm like, come on, guys. You Mainly know Josh Steven. doesn't check any of this Mainly shit. Stephen. And also, I don't check it sometimes. Um, okay. So anyway, so she said that mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, she sang pretty much like half 21 songs and half yeah. CL songs. I, I knew that. Someone in a Slack. Right. Slack channel but she said that before every song, they would play either part of the music video for that song or the entire music video for that song to kind of like hype you up. Hype you. Remember, we went to the Big Bang concert right. and they would play. But see, that was That's different, different because that was the premiere of like this Big Bang film thing or yeah, the premiere of the music yeah. video that you've never seen before. And so we were like, oh shit. To be fi- and to be fair enough, like, a lot of groups do something like this. They have like VRs and things like that, right? Like but but do they play the music video for the song that they're about to sing so that you effectively hear not. the song it's usually, twice? It's usually a skit with some other kind of background music. Right. Yes. Uh, what I'm saying is she 
did the music video. So which means you heard the song from the music video and then you immediately heard her sing the exact same song. Probably not. And that yeah. happened for every song that CL was going to perform. That's weird. Right? And she said that not only that, but she actually sang some songs twice because, of course, the encore happened, which means she mm. heard some songs like four times in the same night. No wonder it's two hours. Right. Okay. Right? And she paid um, uh, $100 for a ticket. Oh, golly. Uh, she doesn't actually say if she was super close or not, but I feel like she probably wasn't that close at a hundred dollars. And she That's said, wild. and this is the part that really makes me angry. Okay. She said that because the, some Korean news station was there, they needed to make it look like it was more crowded than it really was. So I mean, they were handing out free tickets. I mean, Oh wow. That would make, that would make me furious. Right. So she said she paid a hundred dollars uh, for what, Someone who just showed up could have gone for free because they needed more people inside. Oh, that would, oh my God, that would, I would be absolutely furious. Yeah. And it was one of those things where she said, like, there were so many empty seats that they could just move up because nobody else was sitting there. So they it's, could move yeah, up. Yeah. It's like, it's like watching, you know, really shitty kind of, you know, baseball team or yeah. basketball team. It's like you paid a hundred bucks with some, like a scrub. And some dude who knew that they would be handing out free tickets just got in for funsies. And of course, the encore song. Josh, what do you think the encore song was for CL? Please don't tell me that it's like Dr. Pepper or something. Josh, it was Dr. Pepper. Oh my God. It was Dr. Pepper. Usually usually, usually an encore song is like a song that like is a song that everybody likes, but it's just like it's like a cult classic. It is usually their best song. It's usually, yeah, it's usually a cult classic or the most popular song. And it was Dr. Pepper. It was Dr. Pepper. It wasn't even a 21 song. It wasn't even Hello Bitches or Lifted that are newer. It was Dr. Pepper. I'm sorry for you, Maddie M. I'm sorry for that experience. And she did say, uh, this one doesn't matter, I guess, that much, but she did say that she lip synced most of it. Yeah, I mean, that's, um, I, I assumed that. I assumed that. Because she does dance a, a, a tiny bit. And I think that was it. But she did say, come out. She did come out kind of positive. She was like, she looked good. I and so. she was pretty, and she was nice and genuine when she was talking to people. Yeah. Um, And the lighting was pretty good. Okay. And then she said, Dirty Vibe was pretty good. Okay. And then she said, maybe because that was the only song that I heard only once. Yeah, Maddie, you're hilarious. Yeah. Uh, she Maddie, said, yeah, I think it would have been a good concert if she had more songs. But uh, so pretty much it was a two hour concert. It, it was a one hour concert forced into a two hour concert is pretty much what mm-hmm. happened. And for $100, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Maddie M. But again, like it, it, it has that. I think BTS tickets or any K-pop concert in America is just. Right. It's inflated two hundred percent, three hundred percent because this is the quote so unquote rare. only time you can see them. It's right? so rare, right? Like, so you and I, Stephen, we paid about a hundred bucks um, for most concerts that we went to, but those concerts were like we were like in standing room, like in front of the stage, right? We were pretty we were, close. Yeah, yeah, when we went to go see Big Bang, like they were maybe what ten, fifteen feet from us, like yeah. at some points at the closest, right? And when we went to go see Girls' Generation, it it was a little bit further back, but there were some parts where they were they were also fifteen feet 
or so, 15, maybe 20 feet from us. Yeah. And I think also when we went to go see IU, it was, it was pretty similar. Yeah, hers was in a much smaller theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were pretty close. Yeah. Uh, the only one we were really far was that shiny concert. And we paid like the, the least money for that. And that was like maybe $70, $80. And th- that's still very expensive. Like I yeah. think uh, even BTS concert tickets, like as long, even in the far back-ish, right? I think it's like $30, $40. Like it's really not not that not expensive. Bad. Of course, it's going to be really expensive if you want their blood, sweat, and tears you know, on your face. On your face. But I don't know. I, I It's one of those things where like that's I just right. really wonder like... Wh- is CL, is she going to come? It, like, is YG... What's her next step? Yeah, is is YG going to admit that it didn't really work after this? And CL is going to start singing more Korean audience songs? Or is she going to come back and do what? Or is she... She's not an actress. She's or is she going to do what I think that is naturally going to happen? Is she just going to fade into obscurity? I think that's more likely. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Like, Minzy, I've never been a huge, huge fan of her, but, like, I know she's going to come out individually, but I really don't think that's going to matter much. She doesn't have a lot of the public attention, no. Especially if you don't have Sorry, like, even though we give them shit, like, she doesn't have the producing backup from YG anymore, right? Like, if you stay in YG, that's one thing. You got YG benefits, you know? Yeah. You got the hippity hop benefits, right? But she... I'm not wrong in that, right? She's she's she went to a to- totally different company. Right? I think so, yeah. So like, I don't know. And Park Bomb, I mean, I know for a fact she's gonna come out and look like a frozen, melting snowman. Like, I don't know what she's gonna look like when we see her again. Like, her face was already pretty fucked up beforehand. I don't know what it's gonna be in the last two years. Okay. Yes. Ooh. ooh. Twenty. I just don't know. And like, and Sandara is the most personable one. I think she'll be fine, but. As a singer, I don't think she'll ever really sing again. No. At least in Korea. Musically, I don't think she's going to do anything musically, like, seriously. Yeah. Ever again. And so a lot of things were relying on CL, right? To, like, bear the solo torch of... And CL and YG, they shot themselves in the foot. They, they yeah. literally just pulled YG, out pulled out a Colt 35 and just shot themselves right in the foot. Yeah. Four times. Well, I guess the oh, TLP yes. thing you can't really help. You can't really help them going to the military, right? But we knew that was coming. Like, that's a hundred percent, right? Yeah. And so all we can say is that, like, man, we really hope that, especially after a, a week like this, where it's just nonstop terrible news for YG fans, right? Like, it was a good sign that Blackpink went on Weekly Idol. I have not heard they're going to do any other things, right? So maybe when Icon comes back. Actually, was Icon ever on Weekly Idol? I'm actually not sure because I don't watch the guy group one. Sorry, guys. Do you watch the guy group one? Uh, sometimes I do. I don't remember them coming out on Weekly Idol. Oh, I guess they did. If 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 uh, yeah, they did. I think they each did like one, maybe. Okay, because I really don't remember. Well, it says that they were on uh, episode two forty five. So I don't know. So earlier this year, then. Yeah, in August, in April, or sorry, in April. You know those great icon songs that came out in April of this year. Nope, that was last year. Oh, sorry, that's the only icon <laughs> that I remember <laughs> that I liked. That was last year. I'm pretty sure. Uh, hold on, let me. I'm just gonna look this up. You know, this feels like the after show because we're not in our tight format like we normally are because yeah. the songs are so shitty. 
And so you guys are are uh, suffering through the after show feelings of looking up shit on yeah. the internet. Yeah, the uh, great song. Oh, honor Mohe. Honor Mohe. <laughs> Not that one. Not that one? No. What does this one sound like? Uh, yeah. Oh, you you said that song and then I would like poison my <laughs> mind. But I will say though that even though I think Icon song charted pretty high. That's how that's how the song goes. I have no idea, man. So, so it's a ballad song? It's something like that. I just cannot remember. This I regret serious. asking you. I really yeah. regret asking you. Now you interrupted me and I lost my train. Oh, sorry. Such an after show feeling here. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of YG imploding on itself. And that is largely YG's own doing, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a huge scandal, right, that they were made to leave. Except for the Taehyun, like, kind of part, like, even that is that you can kind of foresee a little bit. Like, if you're right. if you're going to take a chance on somebody who is kind of, like, the mental health is not perfect, it's it's similar to, like, you know, if you're on a basketball team and you want to, you know, draft a guy who has like physical, like he has knee problems, right? Like yeah. it's it's similar. You don't you don't want to bet the next generation of your team on a dude with knee problems, right? Yeah, exactly. And also, we both know that uh, uh, mental problems could be anything. They right. can say mental problems for the rest of their right. life, but it could be anything, right? Could be pregnancies. It's probably not in this case. It could be, you know. They just didn't like anybody else. It could be he missed his mama. It could be a billionaire. He could be at drug problems. It could be anything. It might because it might be because you're too sexy for the group and you need to make your own group because you're too sexy. Yeah. It could be we see him as a solo artist six, two two weeks from now. Like that mm-hmm. happens all the time in K pop. They say mental issues, whatever. Right, right. Also, we both know that in Korea they don't take mental issues the same way that they do in America. Right. They, they, they don't they, believe yeah. in a lot of that stuff. They don't believe in uh Psychiatrists, uh, and mental psychologists. health is, is still kind of looked down upon in Korea. Yeah, special education in general is very, very yeah, like disabled persons and such. Yeah, so for all we know, they just didn't get him the help that he probably needed. You know, and probably like, oh, he just he will just get over it. They mu- they probably yeah. just thought like, that. take a break. That is, that's yeah, that's not right. Sit in your money bath; it'll be fine. But it's not. Although you know, I think I also saw a thing that was like. Because when we saw him in the last music video, he was really skinny, like visibly, probably thin. like eighty-five pounds skinny. And I, I was looking at pictures of when he debuted and stuff, and he was—he wasn't. He was—he was not fat, of course, but, but he, he was, was much healthier. More, yeah, right? he looked healthier. And so a lot of people were thinking, like, well, obviously you can tell he's in—he's pro- in pain because he's not eating and he's—he's he's getting crazy gaunt, you know, like to the unhealthy, you know. Like visibly, crack whore level, you know. Visibly, methadic level. Just kidding. Yeah, that's, yeah I mean, he was pretty skinny. That's Master Wu. I mean, <laughs> that's no no. I still remember. I still remember one no, of the iTunes reviews. Uh, iTunes reviews we got that was like, I can't believe he was so mean to Master Wu. And I'm like, motherfucker, look at that guy, crack addict. Yeah, well, hundred percent crack addict. Go, like, go, like, pause, pause this, re- whatever you're listening to us on, like, you know. SoundCloud, iTunes, whatever. Pause it. Go look up Master Wu. Look at that fucking dude right in his face and tell me he doesn't look like a crack addict. Tell me you don't look like a meth addict. Tell me. Yeah. 
He's pointing at the camera. Not ma- not at me because I know it. I know. Oh, Steven knows. He's a crack addict. We um, know. And, and also, speaking of mean, I. W- Are you going to be mean to me? No, no, no. Okay. Like watching Black That's Pink. We're watching Black Pink on that show. Like, and and I I think I'm like. We're both dumb men. We're both dumb idiots, right? Very when we dumb. see a cute girl, we're like, ooh, right? Like, oh, okay. That happens all the time in Weekly we're, Idol. We're, well, yeah, we're cute girl biased. Yeah. It it, but that's the best part of Weekly Idol. It's like, if you're into dudes, um, you watch Weekly Idol and you're like, oh, this guy's interesting. Oh, oh. Like, that's the entire point ooh, of variety. This guy's show, cool. This right? guy's handsome, right? Like, arguably, that's the point of variety. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever watched an episode of Weekly Idol without at least finding one person where I'm just like, oh, I kind of like you more now. Yeah. Right? It's meant to impress in some way, either appearance-wise or personality-wise, etc. Yeah. And when I watched Blackpink and I spent 45 minutes with them, nothing. that was, was one of the first times I've ever been like, huh, I for don't a girl like group. any of them. <laughs> for a girl group. Especially. Even for a guy group. Like, we we would see freaking uh, uh, Shiny on... Oh yeah, and I'm like, yeah. dude, some of these people are hilarious. Yeah, sure, hilarious. What man. was that? What was that group with that dude with the soccer Infinite. ball? Infinite, Infinite. Like, this some dude's of hilarious. These are hilarious. And I'm like, oh, I like you more, right? It's not yeah. even a girl group thing. It's just when I spend more time with any of these people, usually I come out liking somebody more. Yeah, because they're trying to they're trying to be lighthearted, they're trying to be fun, right? They're trying yeah. to be likable. That's the point. And I just, I'm I, again, it's a personal thing, but like, I just did not feel anything for blackpink and i thought that was that like that was crazy to me i legit was like why gee what the fuck you didn't train these girls you to be personable what? at all you know what me too steven as wild as that's so it's wild enough that one of us that happened to one of us right sure. because we watch weekly idol for that to kind of you know a huge part of why we also also watch like you know knowing brothers is for that and for a group a uh, female group because Stephen and I are, are obviously biased towards female groups. For both of us, both blah, both of us to watch like an almost an hour long show about girls, like teenage girls, like girls in their twenties, and for us to be Don't like teenage girls, sorry, and for us for us to be like, eh, that's saying something, yo. Yeah, and it's not even just the simple fact that like I honestly didn't find like there some of them were very. Were pretty girls, yeah, like but physically like, attractive. But I didn't that doesn't think mean they anything. were particularly that attractive either. It it wasn't it I, wasn't like eye catchingly attractive. Like sometimes you look at a you look at a group of like you know uh, guys and girls. This happens all the time, right? You sure. look at a group and then you're just like, yo, who's that person at timestamp three minutes twelve seconds? And then, but the, the thing is, there are some girl. I think they look better in the music video obviously that might sound obvious but i don't I actually don't think that's true for weekly idol a lot where like I, I actually thought some of them looked worse in person quote unquote and i yes. like again but that that's entirely subjective right but like i actually found some of them looked worse and i was like i don't and, and you know, know about that so this playing devil's advocate this might be the reason why yg doesn't want to put out their kind of artists on variety shows because variety shows, uh, in itself, they they're the members look more human, right? They're more uh, so he doesn't want them looking human. No, because YG their theme is we're cool, we're tough, we're chic. You know, 
and like things like Bumbaya, like, you know, playing with fire, this girl group is kind of like, oh, you know, we're, we're cool. We're, we're tough, whatever, like whatever, whatever image they're trying to like project. And then come out a week to idol and they're like so shy and I don't really want to talk. Like it, it totally ruined the image of them. For that is me. true. That is true. It, 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 it was one of those times where I saw that and thought like, no wonder K-pop artists can transition to be actors so easily because they are act they are literally acting yeah, their whole performance. life. Yeah. Right. Whether it's in their faux personality or whether it's right. in like, let's pretend like we all get along, we're one big happy family, or their dance persona, right? And the performance kind of persona. Yeah. And it, and it really was jarring. It's like it's always jarring to me sometimes, but it was especially jarring when Blackpink was like, they were like they went from like inexperienced middle school girls into like fierce whatever when they actually started dancing. It's yeah, it's it, like it a, really it's did. a double-edged sword, right? Like you can come out in variety and do something really kind of idle image breaking and then people will like you more because you're more human, human. you're more, you know, personable. Personable, right? Yeah. But when you kind of aren't personable and you have this image to upkeep, then you kind of just shit the bed. Right. It's only a double-edged sword if you're not personable. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But we're just, it's like still one of those things where I'm just like, then fucking pick people that are personable. It's not hard. But I think Come on. But I think it's extra bad for groups to have this tough or cool image. Right? Right. Because whatever, so say like, you know, twice they're they're supposed to be cheery and happy right like if a girl came out on some show and was like fuck you fuck you fuck, that's never ever gonna happen right no yeah. no one's ever gonna come out like as a gangster unless it's gonna be a joke on some yeah. variety right they're gonna cut that shit out they're gonna edit it out right sure but they won't necessarily edit this non-personable stuff out because they can't long story short when the camera dies and we have to restart everything, we don't exactly know what we were just talking about. So we do want to say that YG, you did some shit. Yeah. We hope good. that you would be do better with Blackpink, and I hope that the Weekly Idol stuff is uh, a step forward. And uh, we're really sad. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, watching the Blackpink episode of Weekly Idol, I just really felt like they were just shy. Right. Like they weren't. They weren't accustomed to being on. Like, no it's not their shows. fault. I do, yeah. do want to say we're not blaming Blackpink for anything. If anything, we're no. blaming all of this on Papa YG, YG right? yeah. Or, or whatever board of people that make the decisions there or don't make decisions there. Mm. Um, like, I think they reacted in the only way they knew how, which was not particularly well because they yeah. didn't have practice. They didn't really seem like they trained for it or anything. And yeah. It, it's like if you put Steven and I on that show, like, are we really going to be all that personal, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I think if... I understood Korean. I'd be okay. I mean, at least like the yeah, the first ten minutes might be mm. super awkward, but I feel like I would be totally okay after a while. Maybe yeah, maybe you and I are different though. Yeah, we're not world famous K-pop yeah. stars, sadly, sadly. But there are some people that view us as something. Maybe not world class K-pop stars, but they do view us as their chingus because they help donate money to keep this podcast running. And so last episode. Uh, I read out all the names of the people that donated to us on Patreon. And you can still, of course, go to patreon.com slash This Week in K-Pop to help sign up uh, like every month to donate some money to us. But I did forget to mention the people that donated directly on PayPal. Yeah. So I want to read those names. And so there were three people in the last two weeks. 
or in the last two two ish months, it was Kristen H. Again, I don't know oh, if it's Madeline yeah. or Madeline E, but of course we did uh, talk about you last episode. Yep. And Charita Ray R. I want to say Sharita. Sharita. Sharita R. Sharita R. All right. Uh, thank you, those three. Those people donated directly to us via PayPal. You go to paypal.me slash thisweekinkpop. All that shit really helps us out. What else helps us out? iTunes reviews. Last episode, we we did the big old comeback of iTunes reviews, and I said that I want to destroy other K-pop podcasts with our rating. And I think three people heard us. Yeah. All right. At least they gave Better us ratings. Than nothing. They didn't leave us reviews except for one, and we will read that one person in a second. Yeah. But we got some ratings. If you don't even want to write a review, Just give us a rating. Us. Does, does, I'm not saying it's all five star reviews because no, they're not. Of course not. They're not all five stars. But I want to get that ratings to 200. I want to get there. I don't know when we can get there. I think we should set a goal. Let's let's have 200 ratings by how many? For the record, it took us three years to get to 120. Okay, it took us. So it's like Almost 40 a year. four years. Yeah, yeah like 40 so. a year, give or take. So we did another 80 and we're going to do two years? Yeah. <laughs> two years? So maybe we shouldn't be so greedy. Yeah, maybe just we shouldn't just be so leave greedy. some ratings. I think, a hun- yeah. I think 150 by maybe February. February? March? March. 150 by March should be okay. March. If we just I get 10 a you. month, we'll be there. I believe. All right. Anyways, so I want to read... Uh, KJK4, who left an iTunes review that says, I love these guys. Steven watches videos and listens to stuff just so he can inform us. Uh, he said it himself, if he wasn't doing the podcast, he wouldn't listen or watch or do any of the stuff he does. He's doing it for us. Josh does things too. Just don't have anything fresh on my mind other than hair, uh, which reminds me of Mrs. Doubtfire. Lol. Not everyone ag- agrees with them, but they give their honest opinions at times saying how they are sad about what one of their favorite groups put out, a.k.a. IY. They just don't <laughs> <laughs> They just don't blindly love someone just because they liked them before. Yeah. They've answered every question I asked in a pretty timely manner. Oh, I don't that's believe first. that's true. Yeah, I don't believe that's true at Thank all. you for lying, KJK. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Uh, of course, they've introduced me to a number of groups that, he, uh, that I would have never found on my own. I don't agree with everything they say, but more often than not, it seems like we're on the same page. They do cover boy groups, but like me, they prefer pretty girls over pretty guys. They are a part of my Sunday sit. Thank you for your kind words, KJK. Yes, uh, and uh, thanks for saying that. (laughs) I respond to things. It's it's funny that you say that hello reminds me of of Mrs. Doubtfire because like that hello, I think I took it from some Robin Williams something or other. I just thought you did it to be weird, and then you just oh, kept I am doing weird. it. I am weird. Like I 50 think, yeah. episodes later, you just kept doing it. Yeah, there's certain things that we do. Like, I always point because I think one time mm-hmm. I, was, I was, you used to always point, Steven. Yeah. And I was I was like mimicking you because I, I don't really say anything in the intro. So I'd be like, mm, mm. Yeah, <laughs> people will see that. Yeah. And then the video version. Yeah. And then I don't know where this hello came from. I just started doing it and it just stuck. I really think it was just like an awkward, I don't really know what to say hello in the very the first, first time one, you were yeah. here. And then you're just like, well, I did it once. I'm just going to do it the, every, 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 yeah. every time. This is the world I live in now. Me um, in my bed. I must sleep in it. Yeah. Speaking of uh, sleeping, sometimes I don't want to sleep because I'm too busy, you know, reading books 
or reading comic books. And, you know, I used to always read and I would only read before I went to go to sleep. It calms the mind. It calms the mind. Sometimes that backfires on me because I'm like, this book is so good. I don't want to sleep. And then I don't sleep. Happens to me a lot. So what you can do is you can listen to an audio book and then you can do other things like drive. Maybe you're on your commute. Maybe you're doing some chores and you want to listen to something. Maybe you're listening to a podcast right now. Yeah. Or maybe you're sleeping and you don't want the lights on. Maybe you can listen to a book. That's true. Maybe you're in a room with a sister that you share a room with or a a husband or a wife that just wants to sleep early because they're a normal human being. You don't want to sleep. And you only have one room in your whole house. You can't go to another room. So you put in your headphones, but you don't want the screen on. So you just listen to the podcast or listen to the audiobook. That's a very plausible scenario. Definitely plausible. You know what's not plausible? Having a free audiobook from over 180,000 titles. Can you believe that? 180,000 wow. titles? That's a lot of books. You go to audibletrial.com slash TWIK. And you get a free audiobook if you sign up. And we get a little bit of money. And that's it for all the money talk. Of course, help us out. Patreon. Yes, yes. PayPal, Audible. If Let's you move can. on to the actual main part of what would normally be in a main episode, which yeah. is song. So at the top of the show, Steven mentioned that we're going to talk about like four songs instead of our usual eight. And so I picked two songs. Steven picked two songs. Fortunately, I guess you could say I won the rock, paper, scissors, and I got to choose first. And so the song I chose has 872 views on YouTube. So you've probably not heard of them. That is a band, a Korean band called Wetter with their song, Who? What is this crazy rock and roll music again? A classic. Korean rock every now and then, but this is real indie indie Korean rock, right, Steven? We when, we when we try to look up some stuff about them, we could not find uh, anything. Uh, and unlike the other uh, indie bands, we we would always be like, well, either it sounds like 
Japanese rock, yes. or it sounds like the same four bands we always mention, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is not like that. This is different. Yeah, this. So this band reminds me more of kind of like UK like pop rock bands, more of like maybe like an Oasis kind of sound. And so it's a very chill song, like very simple drum bass kind of combination, but a very catchy guitar riff. Yeah, very noticeable, pretty good guitar riff. But I think what's better than the guitar riff is the dude's voice. Yeah, this is main, he has this kind of really droning, lazy kind of voice, right? But it's I think it's it really really fits the kind of song that they're putting out, and it's it, I think this is what makes it different than all the other kind of groups that we talk about Korean rock, you know? Right, right. It's like lazy and. And the song is a little like droning at times, but yet it's kind of a full voice. It's not one of those like super airy, super like weak voices. Like his voice is pretty strong and and you hear it very easily or very strongly, even over very kind of clearly. The guitar stuff. Yeah, yeah, clearly over all the other stuff, which is pretty, pretty nice. And I think that's like the, the best. Yeah, I think that's the best point of this song. And like, I'm not sure sh- we haven't heard of any other songs they've produced, but. I think they would be kind of in the same vein as this style of song because the way they play their instruments and the way he sings the song is, seems a very like specific style. Right. You and know? their look, like in the music video, is kind of UK rock band kind of influenced. Kind of hipstery. Yeah. Some hips, like hippie glasses and kind of hipstery outfits. Except for the drummer. The drummer just looks like a normal ass university the Korean college they, guy. Yeah. He took out from somewhere. Yeah. Just like, hey, you, guy on the street. You play some drums. Yeah, he's like, oh, I guess so. I play some drums in middle school. Yeah, but the main guy kind of looks like he's trying to pull he off tried, some Zion T kind of look. Too hard. He's like wearing a beret. Yeah, right? but my favorite guy has got to be the bass. Got to be the bass, dude. So if you watch the music video, one of like a thousand people to watch it, like the bass dude is just—he's on drugs or something. He's kind of looking around. He's like, really into it. He's, he's really into it. He's finding the groove. Yeah, yeah. and he's like. He's like the leather jacket wearing, kind of taller, handsomer guy, I think. And it's just, it's like, it seemed like they took four random people and like just from four different worlds and put them together into yeah. one band. Yeah, just interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. And it, if you're trying to look for like, you know, Korean rock music and you're kind of tired of the Japanese sounding kind of Korean rock music, like go look up this band. Maybe they have some songs that you like. Uh, Steven and I definitely like this song. So give it a shot. Also, last thing, though, I do want to say, I, I thought their name was dumb at first because the name is wetter. Like, I'm like more wetter, wet. Yeah, I'm wetter than you. But I think we found on, on like someone's Instagram, like I guess their official photographer or whatever, that they're called the band wetter. So I think their real name is <laughs> band wetter instead of like bed wetter. And I actually thought that was pretty cool. That's pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're a band wetter. So that was Josh's favorite song of the episode. It was. Let's talk about my favorite song of the episode. Um, this is by two girls. Their names are Heejin and Hyunjin. That's yes, right, right? That's correct. Uh, with their song, I'll Be There. Yeah. 
so Bobby Brown. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Actually, whenever I say I'll be there, I automatically think of Friends. I'll be there. No, not not that song. That's oh. not the Friends song. Get it? I'll get, be there. Get it right. Okay. For you. Oh, I miss Friends. Uh, so Heejin and Hyunjin, they are part of this new company called Blockberry Creatives uh, Girl yes. Group. Uh, the girl groups will be called Luna, but they're doing a very interesting thing where there will be 12 members in Luna, but they are debuting the members one by one each month. It, it's a very creative. Uh, yeah. Right. And, and it's not just here's some pictures. It's the, each girl actually got a solo music video. And yes. I actually don't know why we're getting another one with these two girls because they yeah. each did get their own solo song. Um, is the next song going to have like all three girls? Now? Yeah, is it going to be like Ball, then the ballsy third? move, Cotton? You know, like <laughs> that is a lot of music. That's videos. a lot of music because she's got to release her songs. individual one, right? And then they need all three, and then they need the fourth girl individual one, and then all four, right? So, I don't know if that's going to. So here is kind of, I guess, my theory is that they're going to release obviously twelve songs, right, or more than twelve songs because they have the two solos. But whatever song is like the most popular, I think that's. They're going to choose that song to be the debut song. That's my theory. Because there's no way that you Wait, have 14 like, songs and then another song. That'd be 15 songs in a year. Oh, I don't think they're ever going to be like, we're going to redo a, a song that already came out. So you think they're going to put out 15 songs? I mean, if you fucking put out 14 songs, a 15 song ain't that big of a deal. I guess so. I mean, if you got if you got enough time and money and songs to give... The first two members yeah. solo songs and then have them in another in a song. duo song. Yeah, I think. I mean, Blackberry, ballsy move, Blackberry. Let's you were see how it pays like, off for him. Yeah, I thought you were gonna be like, they're gonna pick like the style of song that's most popular and make that the debut sound, or they would take the more popular members and so they. It's like an inherent ranking of who's the most popular, and so then they can give the girls more parts, and it's like having mm. a reality show without. In reality, oh, show. that could—that's very possible, actually. Yeah, yeah, I thought that's what you're gonna say. Then you said some uh, didn't make I sense. I say to me. strange things. Uh, anyways, that all that being said, Heejin, who was first to debut, she had a solo song called "Vivid." Yeah, that almost made the episode, and I do still listen to that song, and it's not bad. It's called yeah. "Vivid." Sorry, yeah, I just said it. Yeah, um, Hyunjin's song was not very good. No, it was way more. Heejin's song was more like solo artists dancing and singing kind of like iu red shoes era yes bit. it was very IU kind of like swing era. music i actually think it was it was a better version of iu's red, t- mm. red shoes era because it was more of an actual song rather than more contemplation on the the era less frou-frou yeah um, more pop more catchiness hyunjin's was way more focused on like a drama and like acting and so it was one yeah. of those like six or seven minute music videos yeah, music videos long and We're the song wasn't very good, I don't think. But this song, I'll Be There For You, is, as Josh says, it is Bobby fucking Brown. Every little step. Every little step. Oh, my God. I don't know that song very well, so I can divorce myself from that. I cannot. But Josh can't. So I, I really like New Edition and obviously Bobby Brown. And so when I first heard this song... I, I just could not. I was like, yo, this song sounds like another song. I I, I say that all the time. Steven knows. True. When I hear a song, I'm like, yo, I've heard the song somewhere else before. And sometimes I can't put my finger on what song it is. But this time I did. And what gave it away is like this 80s like synth poppy sound of the song. 
Right. I was hesitant yeah. on writing that because we say that all the time. But yeah. this one is, it's not just an 80 synth pop. It is very, it is so, so, so heavily based on that Bobby Brown, every little step era. Synth pop R&B. That like it, yeah. it is not, uh, I wouldn't even call it like the next version of that. It is like, this could just be that song. Like less I, like, dated though, less dated. True, it is. It is much more full in, in general. It, I, I think it, it, it's very similar to, not in in song sound to the Wonder Girls "I Feel You" song, but mm. that kind of that kind of sound. That yeah, that kind of like we literally literally just took all those instruments and like put it in a modern. I agree. Uh, uh, song like guitar. Yeah, yeah. Synth keyboard. This is like not synth influence like what we normally say this is just 80s pop i think yeah and i actually don't think i I kind of enjoyed it um it helps that the girls are super cute and we both thought at least one of them was really cute and then we looked up their ages and then we cried in a little bit we had to punch our dicks again both of them 16 years old and very freshly 16 years old so they're like as old as some of the students that we teach Definitely. That's scary. But the scariest thing Sad. is they are both still older than Somi. So Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Somi is one whole year younger. Yeah, almost an entire year younger than Thanks these six girls. Years. Anyways, yeah. I, I think the music videos, I think the whole concept is really interesting. I, I do l- really look forward. Because obviously, they're not all going to be hit songs, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I do wonder if they're going to stray away from the kind of 80s sound because Red Shoes is also a very old-timey sound. Kind of retro sounds. Right? And this is a very old-timey sound. So I wonder if they're going to do catchy, right? More up-to-date pop. Right. Well, a lot of the pop now is still kind of... Has retro still in- kind of retro influences, is, but yeah. Uh, like, oh, especially the R&B ones, right? I wonder if they're mm. going to do like pop-pop. Like, I mean, like, you know, like that... Uh, like bubblegum pop-pop. Not bubblegum, like you know, TT, very, 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 okay, okay. you know, you know, even Red Velvet, even yeah, more up to date pop, yeah, catchy, yeah, catchier, trending, trendy pop. Wait, what's that group? What's that group? What's the double psychic group we didn't talk about last episode? But that song is creeping in my my butthole. Oh, we didn't that we didn't talk about. Yeah, that double that that with the super hot. Wait, did we talk? No, with the super hot girl, the super cute. Talk about Momo Land. Momo Land. We didn't actually talk about Momo Land, did we? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm thinking about Momo Land because, right. like, I, when I was thinking of like a pop song, I was like, do it like Momo Land, but I couldn't remember the name of that. That Momo Land. That song really That's fucking mushroom song much right better. there. I really kind of wish we talked about that song. Yeah. And I kind of do wish that we talked about Heejin's Vivid, too, because that song is also a mushroom song. But see, that song came out when they were good songs. Yeah, we um, could not talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on, Josh. Yeah. So the next song I want to talk about is not necessarily uh, a song that a lot of you will appreciate, but it is kind of a more pocket pick of mine. And this is by another person that you've never heard of, I almost guarantee. And that's Ibada. And her song is Drug. Yeah. 
It's a different bada. Uh, this bada has also less than a thousand views on the YouTube music video. And the best way I can describe this song, it's a very, it's a song that's very similar to like hoodie song. The kind of like slower R&B baby-ish making song. Yeah. Yes. Not, I think her voice is not as good as hoodies. Yeah. Um, it's her, not as refined. Yeah. Her, her, Cause she has two singing styles in this song. Uh, Ibada and the actual singing like during the chorus is not bad yeah actually I really like it but the she does this kind of like slow kind of singing throughout the uh, throughout the verse and stuff and it's kind of nasally and it doesn't even seem like it's enunciated very well like she's doing it on purpose like she's trying to sound like slur it a little bit and kind of make it sound a little bit like dirt dirty I don't know if dirty is the right word but kind of just like grungy Maybe, I don't know. I, w- I would hope she's not trying to do it on you, purpose. You, ha- you have to listen to the song itself uh, besides that little clip because maybe the clip didn't have the, the parts we're talking about. You really have to hear it to kind of get what we're saying. It's 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 kind of it's not really grungy. But it's I mean, I don't want to categorize. I just want to say that, like, it's just kind of boring. It, it kind of yeah. makes the song more droning than it probably should be because a baby making song, you want to in, at least either have the backing track be kind of like sexy right yeah. you want to be moving your head you want to be getting it in body, right like mm, and this doesn't really have any of that yeah it no. doesn't have any of that it doesn't really have any body waving attribute to it mm. it's just you know for probably like an indie girl that you know doesn't have a lot of backing it's not awful but also not fantastic i mean it just goes to show this week not fantastic there was a lot of songs that were like indie songs with less than a thousand views that were really boring or really droning or like maybe the first minute was good and we were kind of into the first minute, but then the second minute, third minute, fourth minute, which is the same thing over and over again. And we got sick of it by the end. Oh, they're like ballads that aren't particularly great. Well, we never pick ballads, <laughs> but let's move on to the last song. And All the right. last song that I picked is, Another song where the first minute is not bad and yes. second and third and fourth are kind of blah. And this is a song by Samuel So, and the song is called Entourage. Thank you. 
간혹 곁에 있는 사람들은 질리기도 해 마주 앉아있기 따분해질 때도 있고 더번 그때만큼은 편안해 지는 것도 사실이니 And this song is, if you didn't know, there is a Korean show based off of the American show Entourage. Yeah. It's a drama, obviously. It's called Entourage. Yeah, it very closely follows like the American Entourage that you guys are probably familiar with. Yeah, it is much like there was also a Good Wife Korean show, which is very heavily based on the good it is a remake it is not yeah it is not an offshoot it is not like they 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 bought the rights to the original show and they just remade it yeah and i think the most notable kind of actor in the show is ikong zu obviously from running man the draft right. but in the show itself there's a lot of kind of cameos about other stars like ioi i think Nayang and Chang'an make an appearance. Yeah. There's a lot of like it, like a bunch if of you've never seen the American show Wonder of Entourage Girls or X Wonder Girls member so he is also in it as kind of like oh, a main right. yeah, yeah. If you've never seen the American oh, show Entourage. I only heard a little bit of what he said because I was talking while you were saying that. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? In the American show Entourage. Okay, in have, the, okay. Okay. In the American show of Entourage, if you've never seen it, it's just about uh, four dudes one's really famous and it's just all about living this glorious lifestyle and so in the show they see a lot of famous people randomly in the show and so they bring that into the korean show so there's a lot of like uh, uh random famous korean directors or mm-hmm. actors or mm-hmm. you know there's dj soda in there dj soda that famous person uh ioi you know mm-hmm. uh, geo from running man shows up like almost every episode there's uh, one kind of random guest star mm-hmm. Um, and of course, yeah, the, Sohi is not a guest star. She's actually the uh, main actress. And it's been a long time since I saw Sohi. Anyways, this it's not a coincidence. This song is called Entourage because it's it is show. part of the show. It's, from it's the show. One, part of the OST. And it has the best like whistling whistle backing track. Kind of melody. Right. It's used in the show a yeah. lot, uh, but it's an amazing five seconds repeated. Mm-hmm. Amazing. The rest of the song besides that is uh, eh. so so. It's it's Samuel So So, you know? Like it's okay. Yeah. It's it's very sing rappy. I think very similar to how Loco does things, except uh he doesn't need any autotune. Cause I mean Samuel So is a guy we've talked about before. He's he's more of an endear artist. And I guess he's kind of coming up in this. I'm not sure if we ever actually talked about him. I think we talked about Blue, his song Blue before. Okay, maybe. There were a couple times where he like 
was in the like runners up. I, I really am not entirely sure we oh, maybe really not. talked about him. Doesn't but matter. He showed up a few times. He he has some very interesting fucking videos though. Um, you should definitely check out some of his and other hairstyles. Videos. And he, he really try. I don't think he's a great looking dude, but he tries really hard to look not great. Um, <laughs> but it, it's a it's a song that's perfect for just driving around, like windows down, driving around, yeah. and that's literally what the music video is. It's just yeah. him just, just driving around. around. It just has a great the whistle part though, so great. It's money. Uh, mainly, I kind of chose this song because we'd at least have the show to talk about, mm-hmm. which I convinced Josh to sort of watch. I've been watching it. Uh, I'm almost caught up. Yeah. Um, I kind of like forced you to watch it because we were recording and then uh, I started watching and then mm-hmm. you started watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I love Entourage, the American show, because it's such a guilty pleasure. Plus, it's just a bunch of dudes being dudes. Being you know? famous and handsome. Being famous, or at least one of them, right? And this show is like the perfect example. It's just like the main dude is so fucking handsome. Dude is really handsome. Like man. I don't even think he's that handsome in other things that I've seen him in, but in the show they make him look this persona disgustingly he has. handsome. Yeah, this persona he has is just like he's just so handsome. Yeah, and it's just I mean it's yeah. it's shot in a very American way, which is t- I think totally different than how Korean dramas are shot. I love it. They do a lot of walking and talking, right. which is something Korean dramas rarely ever do. Um, it's usually just like uh, one guy facing left, one guy facing right, shot. You know. Change camera, change yeah. camera, change camera. Um, this is like has a lot of sweeping crane, you know, crane shots like and a drone lot of shots and uh, very like entourage shots. Yeah. I, I really like it. Yeah, I think what so kind of diff- makes this different than Korean style is that it, they also kind of push the envelope on a lot of things too, like that are Korean standards. Yeah, Korean for Korean standards, right? Like you won't really see it in other Korean dramas. And also, it feels like they're always busy, like you said, like they're yeah. walking and acting and stuff like that. So it's, I think it's really. Really entertaining. Yeah. It's always hilarious when they talk about master, like their best friends or their left hands and right hands. I'm like, I've never seen that in a Korean yeah, drama. Have, like their girlfriends, you know, like, yeah, he'll like wave with his girlfriend. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I, I do think it's funnier in Korean because the translations, because if you don't, if you've never seen Entourage, like the, there's a lawyer, not a lawyer, um, um, agent, agent who, in the show is extremely vulgar. And that's part of the reason why he's like the best character in the world is because he is extremely angry. He says extremely terrible things and it's awesome. Really like nasty and he swears a lot. And right. Uh, Ari gold in the American version and the Korean version is still like that, but the subs, whoever translated the subs translates it. So benign. So softly. Right. You don't really even like jerks. Yeah. And there are times where the show is censored. Fool. And even in the subtitles, it's not like censored. It's like still written very flowery. I'm like, I think you lose that persona if a you don't bit. really um, understand uh, Korean, which is sad. And like, I don't understand necessarily what he's saying, but I can hear him s- repeating the same words that are bad, you know, bad words. And so I feel like there are a lot of times it should be like, you're a fucking bitch. But instead of translating into you're a fucking bitch, they translate into you're a jerk. Right. Yeah, jerk. Or instead of saying stop doing it, it should be like stop fucking doing it. But yeah. they're just like stop doing it. It's like you're losing out on that character if you don't translate that right. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, I think it's a, it's a, it's not an amazing groundbreaking show like, for example, Society, Society Game, Game, which we talked a little bit about in the after show. You that should everyone should drop everything they're doing right now and the watching episode. either The Genius oh or they're God. watching Society Game. You should do it if you're remotely interested in being a good good person. You should watch all of this. But we even have a hard Amazing. time convincing our 
our closest friends, friends to to do it. I, I just don't. I I think it honestly, it just the concept just sounds dumb to a lot of people. It's it's hard to describe it in a way that makes it seem really appealing because it's it there's not really a show like it, right? You can't be like, oh, it's like this show. Yeah, like, and even then, it's like I remember like trying to get people to to watch produce. Cause, 101 and they're just like that's just another one of those shows i'm like it is not, not like those shows at all it is really different. so different and so much better than what you guys think it will be but you know people, committing people yeah is hard uh anyways i think that brings it uh to the main section last episode we started a new section called big names no games and of course on the second episode we do it there weren't many big names to talk about so we do no. want to mention a tiny bit shiny did release a new song it was called Tell Me What to Do. And if this is your first time, Big Names, No Games is a time where we talk about big names. And we just didn't really like and, the song. Yeah. And we had not much to say. Do you have anything yeah. to say about the Shiny song? I thought it was as a B-side of a song as you can possibly get in this world. Oh, yeah. Even for Shiny, it's it's one of the worst releases I've ever, ever, ever seen from them. A worst? One of the worst. Oh, I was going to say worst. I was Maybe say, worst. I was going to say they're probably... 12 of these B-side songs exactly like this. You just never oh, I'm, I'm talking about like a main song. Like an MV. Yeah, like they had maybe an MV for, right? Like, yeah. you. Not not okay, including maybe. solos, right? Not including like maybe. the drop. Yeah, and of course, not including the drip it and drop. Drip, drop. That's my blood because you burst my eardrum. Yep. Yeah, I also thought, you know, especially, you know, a shiny song without dancing is kind of. Yeah, no dancing. Not particularly any good vocals either. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, didn't like it. Nope. Uh, the next big name no game song is this rather interesting collaboration between mm. Sistar and this Italian DJ named Giorgio Moroder. Not even if I'm saying that right. Yeah, it's called One More Day. It's called One More Day. I think it, this dude's name is more interesting than the actual song. But the music video, though. Interesting. It, it got us through the whole song, the music video. Right. Yeah. The song itself, it like so Giorgio Moroder, whoever you say his name, yeah. is he's, he's an old dude. A really famous Italian DJ. Right. Like but from the olden days. Yeah, he's not like one of the new you know, EDM top 10 DJs in the world kind of dude. He's like a pretty old ass dude. And the so, so the song, while even yeah. though it's it's like a very old sounding it, it does EDM it has that flavor. It has that old kind of Italian DJ flavor. If you guys know what anything that that sounds, but you listen to the song. You'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's a little mixed with okay-ish. Whatever. Yeah. The music video is the most important part. And it's like, it starts out with like these two girls and you think they're just friends and drinking together. And then they have these like really good shots of them looking at each other like very romantically. It's like the start of a lot of porns that I've seen. <laughs> uh, they start like, you know, touching each other, touching their lips, touching mm -hmm. their faces. And then there's mm -hmm. many shots of them going in for the kiss. And you assume the kiss happened, but they don't actually show the kiss. Yeah. And so I'm like, interesting. This is, I don't know if a porn's coming out. And then it turns into this thing where like. Like abuse. And this one girl's boyfriend is abusing her. And they kill this guy. And they kill him and chop him up and put him in a suitcase. And they burn the suitcase yeah. in a car. And, and it, I, I understand it's supposed to be this empowering moment. But like, why did it start off with the softcore porn lesbian scenes, mm. and then it turned into this like revenge mm. thriller thing? Mm. Like, it was just so mm. weird. Yes. Sister's not in it. No, don't. Um, see that. Oh. Giorgio Moroder shows up for a little bit. 
He hasn't. He, that part confused me the most. Yeah, because when this random <laughs> white old white dude shows up, you're <laughs> like, like what? who that? <laughs> he probably um, shows you a order. But one of the girl lesbian girls, yes. the one being abused, it shows up in Entourage. Uh, she she's Shut she's up. definitely got to be some famous model or actress because I've seen I her. She's a I've seen model. her. Bef- I've seen her before. She really like looks like a cat. One hundred percent. You know her. who really looks like a cat? Sohi. Oh yeah, she does. She really does. It. Yeah. I haven't seen Sohi in a long ass time, but man, she looks. She looks. She she looks the exact same, but older, like in a good way. It's like yeah. sometimes More you don't see, see them in a while, especially the growing years, and you're like. Like, we just watched that Tiara video, and we're like, who this bitch? Or we just watched, we were just like a Hyora, and we're like, Hyora looks kind of weird, right? But so he, like, looked exactly like what I thought so he would look like when she grew just up. Just aged, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so our, our last big name, No Game song, uh, I guess you can call it a big name. Yeah, uh, the least big name of the yeah. big name, No Game. Uh, it's by IOI slash Gugudan's uh, God Kin Sejong. Uh, it was also produced by Zico. The song's called Flower Road. And you hear Zico produced it and you think, turn up! Yeah. But it's a ballad. I thought it was going to be, I saw this. I was like, Sejong with a Zico produced song? Like, is this going to be like an R&B what? ballad? Damn, I'd be so fucking into that. It is just, just generic ballad. SM ballad. Not turn even up. SM, just generic ballad. I'm like, yeah. does Zico really do anything here? What is he doing? It's po- disappointing as shit. What is he doing? But of course, it's Korea, and Korea kind of likes ballads, so this song is trying Especially to this time. Like and they do like God Sejong. I mean, she has that name for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it still hasn't really occurred to me because very, very, very has been stuck in my mind forever, but it, mm-hmm. it has mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. yet occurred to me that that unit is dead. And that from now on, we can't call her IOI's Kim Sejong. We have to call her fucking Goo Goo Don's Kim Sejong. And that's sad as fuck. That's sad. That's a sad day. We're never going to see those girls ever again together. Uh, that's not true. They're going to perform very, 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 at least till the end of the year. Um, but sadness, though. It's sadness. So with that, I think the episode's over. The most after show like main episode we've you're had, ever going to yeah, get. You've ever had. Um, next episode, we're not sure yet, but we still are going to do a producer spotlight. It's probably going to be Brave Sound. Yeah, I, I think we're running. We've out definitely of run out. I think of producers. It's probably going to be Brave Sound. But if you guys don't know, at the end of the year, not even at the end of the year, usually in the mid December, yeah. like the th- by the second or third week of December, we release our top ten songs of the entire year podcast. And not only is that my favorite podcast of the year because it's all hundred percent good songs. Yeah, and number two, it's our most downloaded song uh, podcast of the year, and so. I'm really excited to do it. And I was like, oh, it's it's it, there's some time left. No, we probably got like two, two, two weeks left. Yeah. Three weeks left until that happens. The end of the year is coming. Winter's here. Are well, all I mean to say is start listening to some of your songs. Start compiling your top 10 list because I've preliminarily started thinking about it. The same. And, and this is a fucked up year. This year is so strange. Yeah. I, I wrote in our to our Slack chingus that like two years ago. I think it was our first one, 2014. Together. And I think it was very easily, it was a little bit hard near the bottom end, right? Yeah. That, but, I mean, that's always going to be hard. But we were like, it, so clearly these are the five, six songs that, that should go on there, right? Last year it was even harder, I think. It was like, okay, these three yeah. songs, right, yeah. are definitely going to be there. But this year I think we only have maybe know, one or man. two songs, maybe. Yeah, this year is like so many decent songs. Yeah. 
One hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, there have been a lot of good songs. Sadly, I think most of them are related to IOI for at least me, right? So mm. I think we're gonna do the whole thing where we group the produced songs. And the yeah. IOI I songs mean, we've, we've done that every year, right? Every yeah. year. Last year, Jay Park. Park. The year before, I think was AOA. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I think we'll probably do that for IOI. So which means like, you know, I know six of my songs. They just five of them happen to be IOI songs. So. I really need to think about yeah. this list. But either way, start, compi- start compiling your top 10. Send them any way you can. Uh, if you're on our Slack channel, send them to us on Slack. I think we have a dedicated chat room for that. Mm-hmm. And Email it to email us. Email to us. You Twatter know. it to us. DM us. Take a picture of it and DM. Wait, that's not how that works. Right. Can you DM pictures on Instagram? I think so. We're so old, Steven. <laughs> send us news. See, you know I've never sent a nude on any of these things. No. I don't fucking know. Ain't none of my dicks floating around. Yeah, because December, as gen- in general, December is a terrible, terrible month for K- K-pop. This year is a ex- tiny exception because Big Bang is supposed to come back in December. But we'll see. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but usually December is pretty bad, so you can probably make your uh, make your list. Uh, Start. Leave a space up. for Big Bang. Maybe number ten. You never know, dude. It could be the. F- this is their last album before, bef- for the at least two or three years. Potentially more than that if they don't stagger right. So what's what's your favorite Big Bang song? Like Lies? No, Haru Haru. I don't know. I don't know what's my favorite, favorite, favorite. I need to think about that. If, we they, can put do out, a, if they put out a song of that caliber, would it crack your top five? Heck yeah. This year? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. If they do, if I put out a loser heck this year, yeah. heck yeah, I would be in my top ten. Loser mm. was in my top ten at the time. True. Anyways. Was that 2014? No, it's 2015. 2015. Okay. Um, yeah. So, anyways, we'll see you guys later. Bye. This has been the after show. <laughs> it hasn't, but it has. <laughs>